Hello and welcome to Creekcast. I'm Josh. I'm uh, Marcus. We're glad you guys have joined us for this Saturday. Um, we are having a great 4th of July. Um, go enjoy some fireworks. Yes, if you're having them. If you're having them. Or allowed to have them. Uh, yeah. It's been, I don't know about you, but in my neighborhood, there's just been fireworks every night. And there's been, not in my neighborhood per se, but there, I've been, I've, I can hear them yeah. going off, but they're not like so loud that where it's like, oh my well, but it's so loud at our house. That's like, like one night it went to like 11 o'clock. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, come on, guys. Yeah, ours will start probably this week uh, or the next few days. I, I, I guarantee you tomorrow night will be really bad. Oh, yeah. Which will be Friday for us. But uh, Saturday, oh. It'll yeah. Be, it'll but be interesting. Happy birthday, America. Happy birthday, America. <laughs> Hope you have a great one. Yes. With the world coming to an end in 2020 right yeah <laughs> have you seen the video where it's like uh when it comes to uh december 31st and they're counting down for the new year's nobody sh- better say happy new year it better be jumanji because we need to get out of this game <laughs> <laughs> yes it's the crazy thing about that we are now halfway through this yeah, year halfway. and it's like, all right, what's the second half? Because usually, like, you know, you take video games. The second half of a video game gets a lot harder, harder than the first right. half. <laughs> so it's like, well, what's next? <laughs> what is next? It's July. Th- at this point, it's July 4th. You know, and I don't, I, I'm, I'm nervous and scared at the same time to figure out what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> when we flipped, it's been bad. When we flipped over July, I was talking to Tammy. I was like, so let's see what uh, level or what's the difficulty of this level of the game. <laughs> right. Know? Oh, swine flu. All right. Flu. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. I. Yeah. Yeah. So, but we're hoping you're doing good yes. and enjoy maybe cooking out some burgers or something. Yeah. If you're able to be with people, be with people. Yeah. Who knows? Because things are starting to get locked back down again. And yeah, life is just... Yeah. Yeah. Life is just life. Like life is just I, so I was in Texas uh, a couple weeks for vacation. Hey, it's glad and, you didn't uh, try to go to Texas like it's glad you went when you went. Yeah, because by, by the time we were going, they were shutting things down yeah. and we were actually kind of scared that we were gonna get stuck, stuck there. <laughs> but uh um when we were there, uh at one point we saw a news news for uh Nelson County that uh Nelson County you know, spiked in coronaviruses. Yeah. And it was five more. Yeah. And I oh, was yeah. like, what? Yeah. <laughs> That's a spike. <laughs> That's a spike. Okay. <laughs> I was listening to uh, one of the podcasts I listened to, and this guy, he went to go visit his family, or he's, you know, riding this. He's from New York, but he's riding this out in Oregon with his family. Yeah. And he's like, we went fishing, we went across state lines, and this county has had one case in all of this. So he's like, we felt pretty safe walking around places. And they're like, well, yeah, now it's going to have more cases because you guys went there. <laughs> <laughs> right? We uh, forget where it was, but there's somewhere that there's been no cases in their county, which wow. I think is crazy. Makes uh, you wonder what the population of that county is. Population and what is the, the, the voodoo you're doing? Yeah. <laughs> something's going we need we need all to, the essential oil. Scientists <laughs> need to go to you and figure out what yeah. you're doing and why. <laughs> They still wouldn't know what they're talking about, though. Right. All right. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Let's get into uh, the lesson for, for today. How about that? Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's do it because uh, we're talking about hypocrites a little bit. Yeah, we and, are. Uh, of course, none of us have ever acted like a hypocrite in our lives. I know y'all are oh, listening no, and don't do that. I'm perfect. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. And uh, I'm going to back up while <laughs> God hits you with some lightning. Um, 
but here we see the, the religious leaders uh, focused on traditions that can be seen. Yes. Um, and, and oh, yeah. It's interesting that. Yep. Yeah. So we're in Mark 7, 1 through 13 um, is where we're at. But yeah, like you said, it's all about these man-made traditions. Yep. Like, this isn't even a God thing. No. And so what it is is that um, the Pharisees have gathered to watch Jesus. Like yep. they're just waiting for something to happen. And so they're watching them eat because we all love people just watching us eat. And so they're watching them eat and they notice that the disciples don't wash their hands before they eat. <gasps> well, now like if you do, if you don't do that now, then you're like a sinner anyways. Cause... Well, if you don't wash your hands as soon as you walk into some place right now, you're a sinner. Yeah, <laughs> right. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally off topic. Totally off topic. But they don't wash their hands before they eat. And, the Pharisees make a big deal about this. Oh yeah, because they're like, oh well, you're un- you're you're defiling defiling yourself. You know, it's unclean. And and they ask, why do your disciples not walk according to the traditions of elders? Yep. And Jesus is like, it's not about elders. Well, first he starts off, you hypocrites. It's always a great way to get people's attention. Yeah, you hypocrites. You hypocrites. Oh, no, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah. We all are in we some way, shape, form. We all are. But yeah, it's basically, they, they are, he talks about how you they've stuck to traditions. Yep. And the prophecy that he talks, or he quotes Isaiah, and it's a beautiful passage, or it's a fitting passage. Um, the people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. In vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines that commandments of men. And it's like, wow. It's like, I, I look at this verse as a pastor and I'm like, is this me? I hope it's not me. I try my best to make sure it's not me, but it's just one of those things where it's like, am I honoring him with my lips but not doing anything personally for God? Yeah. Because I think it's easy for us as pastors to act the part. Oh, yeah. Because we know what's expected of us. Mm-hmm. But how many times do we actually apply it in our own personal lives? Right. And actually, you know, we've talked about this before. The struggle of a pastor's job is, when I'm studying my Bible for my lesson, am I counting that as my quiet time or not? Because yeah. it doesn't go, the two don't go hand in hand. No, they don't. You know, and so it's that. And I mean, and it's, I, I learned that early on in like college because it was like, don't make this your textbook. Yeah. Um, make this your, you know, your living book. Um, but even like with, with this whole religious leader and all that stuff, like we can judge people based on what their traditions are, what their culture is or religious practices are. Um, in, in what they do or don't partake in, like we can easily fall into that judging part. But what we need to do is stop being focused on traditions that can be seen and be focused on having a heart that worships God. Yeah. Um, because if we do that, the quote unquote traditions Traditions. will line up with what matters to God. Yep. Because at the end of the day, our traditions don't matter to God as long as, especially if they aren't biblical and not that traditions aren't biblical, but like um, I'm trying to think of something that the church does. It's a tradition um, that not that it's not biblical, but <laughs> right. like if we got rid of it, it wouldn't be a sin. Well, I mean, we'll just talk about the church is universal and not our church. Yeah. But like even the struggle with types of music. Yep. Oh, well we have to do traditional music. No drums. No. Yeah. No, yeah. You know, it's like, Guys, this is not. You like, got to do hymns. You, gotta, yeah. you can't do this. You and or, I'm, I'm speaking from a millennial standpoint. <laughs> sorry, um, but you're millennial, <laughs> right? Sorry, 
but I mean, really, because it's like, and it's been, the, and luckily, like, it's not as much of an argument now. It's never been really a problem here at our church. No. Our people are very open, but I know it's still, there's still some churches who struggle with that. And I'm like, come on, guys, it's 2020. Like, yeah. But I mean, you can't be just caught up with traditions. Oh, well, we only use the King James Bible because it's the authoritative Bible. Yeah. No, like, <laughs> Like there's some traditions that great. you're like, if you don't understand it, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> right. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and Jesus says that you leave the commandments of God and hold fast to the traditions of man. Yeah. Like, One of the, and I've been, to, I've only worked at two different churches. Well, three, if you count my internship. Um, and the, the thing that I hate the most in a church is when they say, oh, we've always done that. Yeah. Oh, we've always done it that way. It's a, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. And I, I think that's one thing that's a good to see it from other people's point of view when they come in as new um, and be like, okay, well, what do you see that maybe we need to change or tweak? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, there, when I got here, there's a few events that I got rid of just because they made no sense. Yeah. Um, and not that they were bad because um, traditions aren't bad. No. But when you could do something different that maybe is more of a heart of worship and not a words of worship, then it might be time to change. Um, and I think we as a church – as Mill Creek, um, we're kind of getting to that point of taking this transition to our new building to not necessarily get rid of tra- tra- traditions, right. but kind of start new ones yeah, um, and do something different that says, hey, this is a new building. This is a new us, yep. um, but we're not going to forget where we came from, yeah. um, which is why I, like, I love the fact that um, you know G- Gary still uses the same pulpit that he uses used here. Yeah. Um, I mean – Personally, I think we should. I think we should have got a new one just because it looks. It would not that it would look bad. Uh, it looks bad up there, but uh, I understand that he oh, wanted yeah. to be like, "This is where we came from," you know, and this was personally built for this church. Yep. We're going to use it, which I think is great. Oh, I do. Um, and uh, I think also like the new time changes. I mean, we we're, were already talking about that, doing that differently. Um, I mean, not doing. We're, we're talking about doing other things. I don't want to give too much yeah. away because we haven't really <laughs> we don't have anything set in stone, set in stone yeah. yet. But like. <laughs> Um, even like, so there, when I got here at Mill Creek, they did this thing called the great pumpkin race or something it was called, but it was basically a big scavenger hunt thing. Um, and, uh, you know, I asked them why and nobody could tell me why it was, Oh, we just, we just did it. But, but why? Yeah. And, uh, and it was, it was never a bad thing. It was just kind of a thing to get together, have fun and do be crazy. Yeah. Um, and there was prizes, there was t-shirts and things like that they did. Um, it was a lot of fun, but like I was never explained how to, how to run it. Uh, there was no really way to, or anything written out how to run it. Um, I had a bunch of flyers for it and stuff, but it was like, <laughs> uh, it was, so I, I didn't get rid of it. I just never did it. Right. Um, so technically I got rid of it, but we just never did it again. Um, and we didn't do it one year and I never heard about it ever again. Um, you know, there's things that, uh, you know, a lot of the things that for us is hard for us to go to because we do Sunday night worship uh, for our youth. And like over the summer, they have the the free oh, fair yeah. nights, which I don't think they're going to have this year. Uh, I don't, for, for I don't sure think it was already fair. canceled. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, they always had free concert nights with Christian artists yeah. on Sunday nights. And kids would be like, oh, can we go? Can we go? And I would love to go. But what about the kids Dude. that can't go? Right. Because all they can do is come to church. Yeah. So I've made the hard decision to say, no, we're not going to go as a group, but you are more than welcome to go. We're still going to have church for those that can't go. Yeah. Or don't want to go because it's a Christian concert. 
Um, and which I know sounds weird, but I have people in our youth ministry who not necessarily aren't saved, but they're very immature. And when they hear the word Christian stuff, yeah, they stay away from it because it's they've been hurt by the church. They've been hurt by Christian things. So they don't, not that they don't support it, they just don't go to it right. because they don't trust it, but they trust us. So if I can build that relationship with them on a Sunday night when maybe everybody else is kind of gone, then that's worth it. Oh yeah. Um, and it's little things like that, that our, that church is all around America need yeah. to start doing. And yeah, I mean, cause you look at each church and let's just call it what it is. Each church has their sacred cow. Oh yeah. You know, it's like, why do we have this? Like at one of the churches I've served at, um, we'd use, you know, when it's VBS, it's all hands on deck, all rooms available, all, you know, yeah. and there's this one room that we used and there had a angel statue in it. And there, I was told, I was like, make sure you treat this angel statue with the utmost respect. Make sure you don't lose it anything. And I'm like, are we really like, are we worshiping an angel here? <laughs> like, that's what it sounds like, yep. you know? And it's just, it was their thing in their room, you know? And I'm like, okay guys, this makes no sense, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And it's just, we got to make sure that what we do, we seek God and are following God and not just once well, we've always done it this way or it's our tradition. And like we said, traditions are not bad. You know, traditions can be a very good thing, you know, yeah. but we need to make sure we're doing it for the right reasons too. Yeah. Cause at the end of the day, words of worship is human stuff. Yes. Human traditions, human, you know, rituals, whatever you want to call it. Um, but a heart of worship is God's commands, God's love. And it's easy to go through the motions of worship at church and at camp and all and things like this without really considering God's two greatest commandments, love God and love uh, yep. love your neighbor. Um, you know, because if we truly love God, um, our traditions and our worship and our actions and our things that we do think and say and uh, our attitudes are going to line up with what he wants and it'll allow us to love our neighbors as ourselves. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, and Jesus pointed out how the religious people were using their traditions as um, excuses to avoid doing oh, yeah. what was right. As their escape route. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we as churches can get away from that or get, get to that very easily because it's, oh, we've always done it this way. Well, not necessarily what you're wrong, but what if we tweaked it this way to make it more right. of a spiritual, you know, spiritual thing. Um, and, uh, and cause we can still f- fall on into that if we're not careful. Yeah. Um, and we can get easily and and maybe it's not a tradition. Maybe it's just a uncomfortableness. Um, Hey, let's do this. I don't know. Um, yeah. you know, and they don't really have, not that they don't have excuses, but it's, they use it as an excuse of whether it's unknown, whether it's uncomfortable, whether it's out of their comfort zone, whatever it might be, it's, I don't know, but maybe that's where God needs you. Maybe yeah. that's where God's calling you to go. Yep. So. I think you're request. Up. Yep. Uh, prayer request is pray for your country and its leaders to see their need for the freedom that only Christ can provide. Amen. Amen. And then a word from our sponsor. Sunday Cool is more than just a custom t-shirt company. Sunday Cool is a company that goes above and beyond to serve the servers, the people who devote their lives to ministry and serving others. Sunday Cool brings together the custom, coolest custom designs, a remarkable buying experience, constant engagement of clients with creative content. Oh, did we mention they provide the world's softest prints on the world's softest tees? 
Go say hi to Carl on sundaycool.com and make sure to choose Sunday Cool on your next order. And then our life step. It is a terrible thing to masquerade as a follower of the Lord using your Sunday actions as your costume to hide a heart that is far from Him. What aspect of your life is only acting and not a true walk in the Lord? Mm, truth. Truth. Well, for the Saturday, I've been Josh. I've been Marcus. Booyah. Booyah.